sponsorship warfaring clothing where yes, you sir. can also get uh 10% off at checkout by using power comedy on the website and from what i've been seeing i believe there's some new stuff dropping but i'm not sure jimmy will confirm that or not i don't know he might, he might leave us hanging i'm not going to leave you boys hanging i got a i got a few things that works right now actually Woo! Okay. i know what i'm excited and, uh, for is this big announcement i know so but we're, we'll, we'll hold on at that. Though. Yeah, we're gonna hear Michael's story and then we'll move on to the big announcement. So, okay. so I Mike, get, did you get lucky? What was that? You got lucky? Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> not like that. No. What? Uh, so I got invited to go out with some coworkers. I'm like, yeah, sure, why not? And I almost, I almost bailed. And then one of my coworkers was like, hey, you can't bail. You said you're gonna be there. So I was like, ah, fine, I'll go. So we go to Hillcrest, which I know Hillcrest in San Diego is like a really big gay part of San Diego. Very much. So I go to this place called Flicks. Never been there. Mind you, never been to a gay bar in general. Um, I walk in and talk to a coworker. I said, hey, I'll buy the first round. And I said, can you go get the drink for us? And she was like, well, it would probably be better if you if you go to the bartender and do it. And I was like, why would it be better if I go to the bartender? And she was like, well, because you, know, you might get a discount or you might get hooked up. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And she was like... <laughs> She was like, she goes, the guy might think you're cute. And I'm like, but I'm not gay. She goes, yeah, but they don't know that. <laughs> and I'm so confused. And she looks at me, she goes, you know, we're at a gay bar, right? And it's like one of those things where like all of a sudden I start seeing things I didn't notice before. I started noticing a lot of guys wearing really tight shirts. <laughs> not like they shop at Baby Gap. Like, like tight. Like that guy's definitely a large. He's wearing a small. Oh, shit. And then, and then like all of a sudden, it's like I started all of a sudden realizing I'm like, oh, shit. And, like, I'm comfortable with myself, so, like, I wasn't, like, f- afraid, but I was definitely in some new water. <laughs> so I get the drinks, and an hour goes by. I'm kind of standing there talking to everyone. It's fine. Two hours go by, and I'm kind of thinking to myself, like, okay, no one's hit on me. Like, I'm not egotistical, but, you know, my hair was looking pretty good. <laughs> I thought I was looking kind of cute, and I no, no guy came up to me, and I, I which is good, but at the same time, Were I'm like— Were you offended? I was kind of shocked a little bit. Not going to lie. I thought I would have someone, but no, I'll, I like walked by a couple guys. I'm like, Oh, excuse me. Excuse me. My, my, my dude. Like, I, like I bumped into them. They're like, Oh, you're fine. And then they turn around. It's like, mm, hello. You're not going to say hi. Like what's, I started getting kind of self-conscious. Oh Jesus. But, uh, yeah. And then the end of the night, wait, 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 wait. so you got bad cause gay guys didn't hit on you or I got kind of a, well, okay. My coworker kind of hyped it up. She was like, she was like, oh yeah, like she goes, some of these guys might think you're kind of cute, so just be aware, they're all cool, blah 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 blah. Because I've never been before, so she's gave me like a quick lowdown. I'm like, all right, cool, like, I'm 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 ready, I'm ready to do some rejection. Let's do this. And nah, nah, nothing happened. So you had planned a rejection line in your head previously. Yeah, like I like I told my coworker, <laughs> I told my coworker, I was like, hey, if if shit goes down. <laughs> And, and, and these guys get aggressive. I need you to step in and be like, hey, that's my man. I need you to be my backup plan, okay? And she goes, all right, fine. Yeah, we didn't even have to use the backup plan. I didn't even have – I didn't have to use a plan B. Your, your plan B didn't even have a plan B. No, my no one even came up to me. No one even said hi to me besides my friends. I'm like, okay, I guess I guess it's not as, uh, it's not as easy as I thought. Now, see, if I were to go there because of the way I look, 
it, it would happen. Oh, dude, like, there were so many guys. Unfortunately, but yeah, you they would flock to you yeah. like bees on honey. They would just be like, "Oh my god, look at him." <laughs> I think they call well, I think it. We're getting the yeah, I think they call it a, being a bear or something like that. Yep. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I can see some guy coming up to Nick and be like, hey, daddy, can you not hear you a little rawr? No. And then Nick. <laughs> yeah. It was interesting. Shut night. up, Jimmy. <laughs> right, off, right off the bat, two guys, two guys got in a fight, were on the ground being arrested when I walked up to the club. No shit. Yeah. So I was like, that's cool. And then uh, we went to the second bar, and there's two sections, I guess. There's an uh, uh, electronic dance, an EDM section, and a hip hop section. We go to the EDM okay. section. And then all of a sudden, it's like, are you guys ready for the competition? I'm like, what competition is this? <laughs> and my friend's like, you're going to love this. And it's guys doing go-go dances for money. Oh, and I'm like, all right, this is You tour. got on stage, didn't you? No, I didn't. Ah. I, I, uh, I was not that intoxicated. <laughs> I wasn't feeling, wasn't feeling that confident just oh, then. Jesus. Yeah, then, we, then, I, <laughs> then I went home. And that's pretty much my gay bar story. So you had an interesting Wednesday night. Very interesting Wednesday night. That almost didn't happen, but it was fun though. Actually, it was cool. Like it was pretty chill, you know. Besides, and there was, was also a lot of like beautiful women there too. So, but yeah, it was like uh, once they told me, yeah, we're at a gay bar. Everything made sense. I'm like, ah, oh, okay. <laughs> everything makes complete sense. I feel like yeah. I feel like such a kid. Nobody's talking to you. <laughs> Nobody's talking to me. <laughs> like I thought some guy would at least walk up and be like, hey, what's up, dude? Yeah. Can I get you a drink? I'm like. Nah, man, I'm straight, but I'll nah, didn't get to say it. <laughs> I almost had to show off a little more leg, like, come on, like, real men. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, you're not. I know. <laughs> so what's up, Jamie? What's new, my friend? Oh, man, we got a lot of shit cooking. Um, a lot of shit going on over the next few weeks, actually. Yeah, well, we saw, I saw the, um, I've been seeing some of the new, uh, new, new posts on Instagram, uh, for like some new swag and all that stuff, and then and then the the big news that you're promoting. Yeah, so we're we are relocating to New York. Ooh, okay. So with that relocation, I need to make room for a lot of new stuff. Yeah. So, and I got to revamp a lot of things. Um, plus I have a few more athletes I want to bring on to uh the team. Awesome. I'm looking at a Muay Thai player right now. I'm looking at a boxer right now. Oh, shit. Um, Damn. Yeah, there's quite a few athletes that are definitely, definitely catching my eye right now, and they're, like, up and coming. That's awesome. They're, they're get getting on, ready to make some weight. Yeah, get on that train right right when they're beginning of their career. So with moving to New York, is this going to be, like, like uh, is this, like, the – was this, like, the next step? Like, is, is, is this, like, the like one of the goals to go to New York? Well, well, I'm not moving, actually, into New York City. I'm moving to Long Island. But oh, okay. I'm like uprooting. I'm completely moving everything, like not just the company, but even personally. Oh, sh- oh so, yeah, you're so, right. so, so you're completely uprooting. Yep, completely uprooting. But while uprooting, I get, like I said, I gotta make some room. Right. So for the rest of the summer, which is why I was waiting until I got on here tonight, because I don't know when you guys are actually gonna push the show out. I made a new code for the summer. I want to, I want to get as much of this inventory out as possible. Like I said, to bring in the new stuff and yeah. bring in a new athlete. Definitely. For the rest. Of the remainder of the summer, so figure starting tonight through Labor Day. Okay. So it's going to be for the whole summer. Anybody using the code SUMMER for a coupon, a 
to self if and when i go to new york i'm bunking with you long island <laughs> i'm literally well we'll say weekends like five minutes from the city so i'm still not that far from the city yeah uh which i always pop in like taking my girl to the city this weekend rented a hotel uh got a nice hotel dinner drinks we got massages we got a full day of damn drinking and Wow, you're making yeah, us look uh, bad over here. Right? <laughs> we, we're in the city. It's not like we can take our girls in the city, but dang. <laughs> Justin didn't come and say, we're going to be like, so, uh, massages, huh? I know, right? <laughs> Damn. Plus, we got Disney World coming up. We got some trips coming up. Uh, oh, I dude. mean, you kinda, uh, we, got a, we got a lot going on between personal and business. Uh, looking into a couple other business ventures as well. Uh, staying in the same realm. Uh, but just, just some things that we're working on. Wow. Yeah. So you're going to have uh, a really busy summer. Right. That's for sure. I work from home a couple of days a week now. Nice. Yeah. That's a good move. That's actually that's really exciting to hear. Yeah, absolutely. Hearing from the company going from burning down to rebuilding to now moving up. It's that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's getting exciting. Definitely getting exciting. Well, a lot did, of work, did, uh, does I mean, uh, did did you already tell um? Uh, wait. So th- this is the first that anyone's gonna be hearing about this, huh? Oh wow! Damn, dropping fr- hot, fresh off the presses. <laughs> Holy shit! That's awesome. Show exclusive. <laughs> Power comedy podcast exclusive. That's sick. What's so with the so with the with the bigger area? Is this going to be like a like more quantity of product being produced as well, or is this just like uh, just a bigger just a bigger area? Let's just say that. I got some really cool stuff coming out. 
if you've seen uh you see what joe rogan did with his podcast studio he bought a giant comp uh like compound and he made his own gym and like put mats and weight like everything like everything that he needs is all in his complex he literally does not need to leave either his house or put a radio show (laughs) he always jokes on on i've been watching a couple episodes because i have to do uh, a project on elon musk so i've been looking at his perspective on elon musk and he talks about his studio and he literally says like he has like his kids will be like, "Are you gonna come home anytime soon?" Because <laughs> he's there all the time. But if <laughs> shoot, if I had a compound that had everything I need, I wouldn't leave either. Yeah, right. I'm surprised well, he just I doesn't would, live there. I if I had a compound, I would build a second floor as a living area and just stay there. Yeah, that's like the best thing. You wake up, have your morning coffee, you're you're already at work. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, that's definitely a goal. That's definitely a goal. I would love to do that one at some point. Hell yeah! Are you, do you have? Sure. Do you have room right now to put in like a like a mat or a ring? No, 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 no. No, no, no. At the same time, I mean, my work area has got to be split up with my regular job uh, for the days that I'm working from home. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just too much of a drive. New York City traffic is just retarded Ooh, uh, yeah. in the morning just to get in the Jersey. So, because uh, I'll still be working in Jersey. And, uh, yeah, it's just going to suck. So they uh, made a deal with me a couple of days ago that they don't want me to leave. I, I, I just produce too much. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, they made a deal. They like, they set my laptop up to work from home, and they're like, you could easily just work, you know, Monday and Friday from home or or uh, two days, three days a week from home, whatever. It be, whatever oh, that's it sick. That's, yeah, yeah, they're like, they really, like, that's, uh, that's like, perfect. That's like the best when companies just kind of like work with you. Well, and at that point, you're going to be saving a ton just on gas. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, right now, I only work like nine miles. Like, I'm at work within 20 minutes every morning. So, like, the drive back and forth is just, it would be an hour, hour and a half alone. Getting home would be two and a half hours in traffic. So, yeah. They really uh, work with me. Uh, my regular profession, uh, when I was like a manager for plumbing, heating, cooling, and electric companies uh, for like the last, I don't know, 12 years and shit like that. Yeah. Um, but the company I was with for a really long time and just joined this company. And since I've been there, I've only been there like five months. And just the growth in this company. And uh, I don't know, man. It's, right, it's definitely the best job I've ever had. I'm getting bonus checks fucking for no reason. <laughs> just you know, for showing up. Sure, why not? Thanks. Right. It's day? Okay. So, oh, it's, it's, it's Wednesday again? All right. You know what? Just because. You're a stand-up guy. Yeah, I'm going to kick you down some more money. Sure. Why not? Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to argue about it. So. Hell yeah. I mean, it's definitely... Yeah, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to say, it's definitely like a really cool company I've worked for. So, I mean, I can't, yeah, I yeah. can't hate on it whatsoever. Oh, I mean, yeah. even a stressful day is really stressful. That just makes things so much easier, especially when it's a company you like really, really like. Yeah. Yeah. So now instead of you know managing and doing shit like that, now I'm just a project manager. Basically, I'm just a general contractor that doesn't have to leave the office and stuff like that. It's fucking awesome. Oh, there you go. You're making extra money, and now you don't have to leave the office. It's like shoot. <laughs> you might be able to press uh, and get a little more out of this. Right. Yeah. Some days, starting in mid June, I'm not gonna have to leave my home. 
that's like that's I'll be working on working on a working off the uh, balcony overlooking the ocean. Oh, that's that's you know that it's so funny because like that right there for the longest time was like my like dream like my idea of like work success is working from home having a patio with a cup of coffee and doing work in the morning that sounds super nice god damn i want yeah. that so bad i mean if it wasn't for my girl i wouldn't even be able to do this shit but it's just, it, i don't know it's just fucking awesome hey those significant I'm others you know what i'm saying yep you know what we're saying ladies <laughs> <laughs> i emphasize today's episode emphasize on the ladies part ladies yeah, right. we love ladies i love ladies yeah just open I don't up know, the- man. Oh, I love the ladies, man. <laughs> hey, you know what? Speaking of speaking of ladies, I, I wrote this topic down because I wanted to get your guys' opinion on it. Have either of you two heard about what DJ Cali said on his one of his most recent interviews? Oh yeah, like he makes his wife give him a head or some shit. A little worse than that. What? Uh, he says that uh, since he's the don, the king, and he's the provider, he doesn't go down on his chick he doesn't reciprocate the oh the yeah feeling. i saw that nobody said he doesn't he says he doesn't they they brought it up to him and he goes no like he, and he when he wasn't like no i don't like it he literally was just like no i don't do it i'm the dawn i'm the king and the lady at the breakfast club the radio station he was interviewing with was like what would you do if your wife told you well i'm not doing that for you anymore and he was like, that's not how we work in my household. Like, I, I bring in the money, blah, 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 blah. And so everyone is just roasting him online. And I want to know, is that something you guys agree with or do you guys disagree with that? I disagree. I completely disagree with that yeah. cocksucker. Fuck that. <laughs> 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 Fucking cocksucker. I like that. You got to do to keep your woman happy. I mean, not, not, I mean, I, you know, like I say, anything, um, my girl would be embarrassed about. I mean, like, you gotta do what you want to do. Fuck that. <laughs> you I did the same thing. Like, I when I read that, I was like, my mind was blown. Yeah. I, I, I can't. Like, like to me, it's like, it's like a bare necessity. The Rock tweeted at him, saying, uh, "I like to consider myself a master of all performances," and that's all he. That's all he tweeted at DJ Kelly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. There you go. That's the perfect. Yeah. The rock is perfect. Yeah, the rock. Well, plus, what, what the yep. fuck does DJ Khaled do? He yells his name on He's, songs. I don't know, man. That's all he does. I I I got into like this weird DJ Khaled wormhole when I read that. I just kind of looking at stuff. He bought his one year old son a thirty four thousand dollar Rolex. That's dumb. I it's uh, this this guy's a character. Like, yeah, he probably did that for social media purposes, but but still, it's like what the fuck. It's he's I don't know. He he's a music producer and he. Uh, Yells his name on songs. DJ Kelly. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, that's all it really. Producing music. That's all. That's all he's really. Yeah. Done. That's all he's really good for. But he made buku money though. Well, yeah, but he's still yeah. a douche. Yeah, but the, I mean, okay. here's the thing about music producers. You see all the money he's pissing away right now. He'll go broke here in. Uh, I'd, I'd, I'd say easy ten years. Uh, hold on, hold on. Okay, fuck that. I'm a complete. I guess you could say hip hop aficionado. All right. Ooh. So, when you look back and you go into the early 2000s, right? You got a producer, Scott Storch. Yeah. You get paid like a million dollars a beat for a song. Yeah. Yeah. You get paid a million. That guy was buying Bugattis, everything. Like, but he bought like the most expensive Bugatti there was. It was like a two million dollar car. Yeah, it, it was. Car. It was like the the Veyron or something like that. That motherfucker is so goddamn broke. <laughs> I think I got 
more money than him. <laughs> oh, I'm shit. not even joking. Damn. These motherfuckers really don't know what to do with their money. They're just going to continuously, especially when you see a lot of these fucking young uh, mumble rappers and oh, fucking everything. Like, I can't listen to a single one of them. I, I can't. I, I, work with, I work with younger kids at, at my job, and like literally, they're like playing this music, and I'm like, what is this? And they're like, oh, this is Chance, or this is, I don't even know the name. So you go, this is Little Pump. I'm like, Little Pump. Yeah, the only young guys, and they're not even that young, but as far as being out right now, that I could actually stand and listen to, I'll listen to Kendrick Lamar for the most part. Okay, like yeah. like 90% of his music. J. Cole, is, I'm probably one of his biggest fucking fans. Oh, J. Cole is his killing music. the fucking game. So yeah, I, I, I can sit there and listen to every one of his records from start to fucking finish. Done. Another guy that's out, he's not even blowing up yet. He's just starting to blow up right now. Uh, he's actually from Jersey. He's from Jersey City. Dude's name is Al Vial. He actually retweeted a bunch of my stuff. What is Al Vial? Um, Al Vial the Gladiator. I'm going to look him up because I've been trying thing, to find some new the artists. One the one thing that hip-hop has been missing for the longest fucking time is especially these past few years, is somebody that's a real thug. Somebody that's a real, you know, a real gangster. Yeah, we haven't Not had... No. No way. I think the last thug we had was like 50 Cent. And that's only because he got shot like eight and, and, times. And that was that was questionable. Yeah, he rapped about candy stores. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was a wannabe Willy so Wonka. Got, but now you got guys like Al Al, you know, who... I mean, that guy served time, was facing life in prison, and just didn't snitch. All he had to do was snitch, and he would have been out. He didn't snitch. Eventually, he just took everything to trial. He sat in his cell for years, and he's fucking, he's out, and he blew the fuck up. That's right. He took his music serious after he got out of jail, and he blew up. Shit, that's he's still blowing up. These kids? Like these kids are getting um, popular on on because of like SoundCloud and stuff like that. No no offense to SoundCloud, YouTube. could we YouTube all these dumb things. Like my little cousin raps right, and he he's is he his famous. Wa- is he gangster? He he no he's not gangster. <laughs> he has like he he's all okay. So this is my this is my cousin, and this is okay. I've been wanting to talk about him on stage for the longest time. I don't care that he wants to be a musician, a rapper. I don't give a fuck. I'm trying to be a comedian. Like I'm not any better. But this kid isn't put in he's i mean just started putting more of an effort but for the longest time he wasn't putting in the work you know what i mean like wasn't doing shows wasn't really writing but he had the look like he was 19 and he got tattooed on his knuckle lost soul no he fucking didn't swear to god he got lost soul what's tattooed on his knuckles on his knuckles he has on his right knuckle on his right hand it says lost and on the left hand it says soul (laughs) lost soul and I was like, <laughs> and I was like, Dylan, you just lost your virginity. How are you a lost soul, dude? He his most recent tattoo is on his right cheek, right below his eye. It says "tatted." Your cousin needs to get smacked in, in the fucking what neck. What was it? In case you didn't know what it was. No, no, no. Like, it just it, no, or? literally, literally, it's the word T A T T E D, tatted. And I I text him. I was like, Does your tattoo say tatted? He was like, Yeah, man. I was like. Isn't it kind of obvious you're tatted? Why do you need to say tatted on your face? And he got another face tattoo of a knife being punctured through uh, money. And it says money, power, respect. This guy <laughs> fucking doesn't have any money. I blew my or mind. Power or respect. It, 
he works in he works in the fields in the morning picking broccoli, <laughs> and he's rapping about money. I swear to God, I'll, I'll tag you and and I'll I'll send it to you. Uh, I'll text you a photo of him. He literally says money, power, respect, and he he rap he did a song and he sent it to me, and the first lyric was make this bitch chupo me pito and call me daddy and i blew my huh that's his opening line that's like the first little kind of little catchy line after the beat starts he i mean it's not word for word i messed it up but it was so garbage that i started laughing like he can make it as a comedic rapper probably because of his lyrics like another little dicky but that's about it but that's about it but man this kid thinks he has like experience and it blows my mind and he is the he's the reason why rap is dying. <laughs> whole generation is. Whole yeah. generation. Whole generation. Like yeah, I can tell you right now, like the dude I was just talking about, I'll be out. Like what I'm talking about, like he literally is what this whole game shit has been missing because he brings everything. Everything's real life. He's got a project every fucking day. You see it. You literally see it. And he's not even as famous probably as he should be. Because then you have all these fucking, you know, what are they, little Uzis and fucking little Toms and little <laughs> little, and The way you're saying and, it, 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 like, it, it, this, the, the thing that's funny to making me laugh is when you're saying it out loud, it sounds so stupid. But the sad thing is that these are real artists. Yeah. Little Uzi, little Pump. It's like, what? But see, it's, little it's, Yachty. It's, little Yachty. Oh, little he, he, he never even seen water until he was fucking 20. Oh my god. He doesn't even own a fucking yacht. <laughs> unless I'm unless I'm we're completely yeah. <laughs> He hasn't seen water since he was twenty. Oh, these rappers. I'm writing some of this oh, down. Oh shit. These rappers are just killing me. Yeah, and it was fucked up. Like I was thinking about this the other day. Like they were playing some I don't know if it was like Cardi B or another she's another one I can't fucking stand. Oh no. So they were so, and I barely even listen to the radio anymore. If I find something I like, it's fucking rare. I listen to so much shit from the late 90s and the early 2000s, Phil. You, you would think you were having a flashback driving in a car with me. Yeah, um, I basically but, just listen to the shit that's on my Spotify. That's about it. Yeah. But, like, I thought about it from when I was, like, a kid. Now, I grew up in, you know, mainly urban areas. You know, like Trenton and all around Trenton area of Jersey, which is pretty bad. Uh, all around North Newark, throughout my adulthood, I basically lived in North Newark um, at that time. So, like, I remember my parents when I was a kid saying to me, you know, how could you listen to that music? And I'm like, oh, you know, this music is great. It'll never die. I'll never be like you guys complaining about the younger people's music. I'm 34 and I'm already fucking complaining. Oh, I'm 26, and I'm already like, what the hell? Like, this some kid was like, yo, we're lit AF. I'm like, what are you saying? What do you mean lit? What do you have to light? Like a burner? Seriously, or? that's the one thing that irritates the shit out of me when someone says we lit or it's lit fam. I'm like, I'm going to light your ass on fire if you say you're lit one more goddamn time. Yeah, and they abbreviate everything. Yeah. AF? What? Just say as fuck. As fuck. Jesus. Who's your favorite? Who's your favorite um, artist? Well, we know you're a J Cole fan now, but like, who's your number one? Like, who's your favorite artist of all time? That like, you- it, if if you could go the rest of your life with just listening to that one artist, Lost Boys. Lost Boys. Got to go back to the '90s, bro. The Lost Boys. Yeah, you know the Lost Boys are. 
I was born in 92, fucker. Okay. How would I know who the Lost yeah. Boys are? Well, I know the movie. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, no. Jesus Christ, no, man. All right. There, we got to give Nick a little, like, little taste of music. You, gotta, you, you probably will know, like, one song from them if you listen to it. Once you look them up, it was probably their most favorite uh, song. It was called Renee. Um, but when you listen to all their albums before they kind of broke apart because one guy got killed, another one went to jail. See, that's horrible. that was like the good shit right there. Going to jail, all those elements, what created good like storytelling. These kids now are just saying, yeah. Molly, Percocet. That was unbelievable. Honest to God, their storytelling and their songs, everything is unreal. There's no they storytelling. Never... They say Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang. <laughs> what? I, I just read something the other day. The motherfucker said it like so many goddamn times that once you took the words Gucci Gang out of this song, the song was only like 30 seconds long. My brother's 15 years so old. My brother's 15 years old, and I was playing uh, video games with him. <laughs> and every time he could get a kill or a win, he would just start saying, oh shit, Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang. And I'm like, this is your brother? My 15 year old brother. You need to punch your 15 year old brother in the neck. Oh, yeah. Well,. I, I pretty much told him, I said, Tyler, if I hear you say Gucci Gang again, the next time I see you, I'm going to beat the beat the shit out of you. And he doesn't say it anymore. I mean, he doesn't say it to my face. Are you listening <laughs> to the song right now? Nick's listening oh, to Renee God. right now. Is he really? Yeah, yeah, he's listening on his phone. What Do, do you know Do you know it? The the beginning instrumentals sound familiar, but I yeah, give me a second. Jimmy, he looks so lost. It's like, it's like, it's like you put him. That is one of the best storytelling songs ever, that song. Nick looks like we just put him in a CrossFit gym and told him work out and he's so confused. I probably haven't listened to that song in probably about six months. Um, I know for a fact I can recite the whole thing from fucking start to finish rather even the instrumental. Oh, that's so sick. That's, see, that's, see, that's good. See that's the thing is like I'm seeing '90s music come back, even early 2000s so music. So I can't, back. I can honestly say I don't think I've ever heard that song. But just from the first like minute that I was listening to, it actually, I it's something that I would listen to. Compared to what we comparative have now. to what is going on now, like, music wise, fuck everything. Music wise, rap, it, it's it's not even categorized as rap anymore. It, it's it's not. It Man, it's. Well, I think they may call it rap, but I don't know if they consider it hip hop anymore. Is there even a difference between rap and hip hop? I think they're like one and the same at this point. Right now. <laughs> right Actually, now. At this point, right now, they're basically. I mean, I think there's a difference. Oh, 100 percent. I really do. Think yeah. When I think about rap, I think you know basically just somebody putting bullshit out. When I think of hip hop, I think it's somebody putting out something with. No, substance behind it. Right, right. So I, I gotta ask you though, because so this guy's one of my fiance's fa- uh, favorites. What do you think about Machine Gun Kelly? I don't mind him. I can listen to his music. Um, I, I, I actually do think he's. Uh, I do think he's pretty good. Um, he's a great freestyler off the top of the head. Oh yeah. He can spit. He can definitely spit. Um, you know, he can hold his own with the best of them. Did did you ever watch that uh that cipher video? It was uh the cipher video. It was him, um, Tech Nine, Bob, and a couple of others. Wait, what? I haven't seen this. Yeah, oh, cipher. What's that? Wow, I haven't I haven't heard of Tech Nine in a while. 
Dude, really? Yeah. I listen to Tech Nine every day. Like, um, like I, I like when I have to really get shit done, I put Tech Nine on. <laughs> like the I put on I, I listen to his um killer album. That's the one I listen to on repeat all the time because that's where all the Psy- really uh, psychology. I have psychology. Dude, psychology psychology is, is the shit. Wow, man, I haven't heard his name. You know what, though? Also, with the West Coast and the East Coast, like, there's just, you know, you guys will get shit that I don't hear. That's true. Like, I haven't, I haven't heard of Tech Nine in years, but there, was, there used to be a lot of West Coast rappers I listened to, you know, in the 90s and early 2000s. Chino Excel was another one. Mm-hmm. I used to listen to him back in the day. Um, J.O. Felony was another one. Well, that's why I mean, those Tech Nine's over here a lot more often. I literally had I literally had just had friends go and saw Tech Nine like a couple of days ago. Well, Tech Nine plays shows in Tucson like almost every four or five months. Oh, at least like he's in Arizona quite yeah, a bit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, who would thought I mean, Arizona that's, would that's why, like, enjoy some Tech Nine? That's why like, I can bring up guys like you know the one I spoke about before, Albie Al. Mm-hmm. I can bring up guys like that. You guys never heard of them yet? No. no. You guys will. You can hear that right now. You guys fucking will, hands down. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I, you know, I'm gonna look it up. I wonder if he's on uh, like social media because that's a big thing now. Like, no, I'm getting, he is. is he? Oh, dude, he's, on, he's all over. So he reads, if you go on my Twitter, he retweets some of my stuff. I listen to him when I'm working out. I'm gonna, shit, I'm gonna so have boring. to look this, look this up. <laughs> that's a beautiful <laughs> thing of having a computer right here. I can look right. it up. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, he's good. He'll be on the West Coast real, real soon. He's already been on all the major radio stations throughout New York. Uh, uh, he got one. He got rated in the top ten. I, I don't know if it was like number four or something like that. I forget. Uh, but like top freestyles that was on Hot ninety seven with Funk Flex. Oh um, shit! And that, and that shit was raw. That shit was that, that <laughs> shit was un, unreal. He, he did his thing on that. Um, huh. Yeah, man. Fucking but the, the shit now just sucks. I mean, when I was watching, uh, there's a clip of J Cole doing one of his new songs. With the crowd the other night, um, I don't know where it was at, but he shut the music down, and it was when he was, uh, oh, man, what's that new song? I can't even think of the name of it. Jay Cole's oh, new song? Man. But he, he started getting on all the, the little rappers. He started getting on them. Yeah, all of one of his diss tracks. But he just, like, he turned the music off, and he was spitting, like, the, the you know, the last, like, eight. 10 bars, 12 bars, or whatever it was. But the second the music went off, you just hear the whole crowd going, fuck little pump, fuck little pump, fuck little this one, fuck little that. It was awesome. I was like, that's what we need. <laughs> that's exactly what we fucking need. We didn't make J. Cole just the official ambassador to fuck little pump and fuck little Uzi. <laughs> just have him yeah, be the no, man that talks like, about it. Cole, right. Yeah, J. Cole, I'm just a, I don't know, his storytelling also, I'm just a huge fan of. Well, it... All right, here's another one that I actually, um, you actually do know who he is. You know him by the name of Donald Glover. Oh, Childish AKA, Gambino. A.K.A. Childish Gambino. Oh, Childish Gambino? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I fucking love his music. <laughs> you, know that, you know that he was a comedian first before he was a musician? Well, he did both, but. But he was more oh, yeah, so a comedian. He's also an actor. They wanted him to play Spider-Man. I know all about him, man. Yeah. When I get into somebody's, I get into somebody's music, I like to know their background. I just watched one of his comedy specials. It was on Netflix. Yeah, I. You know what? It's that's, he's funny as hell. <laughs> I knew I knew him as a comedian and as a writer for the community before I even knew he was even an artist. Because he goes by uh, Charlotte Gambino as a stage name. When actually I heard recently that he's gonna drop that and just be 
Donald Glover. All really? Of, yeah. Yeah, he is. I think this next album is going to be the last one that he's known by the title of Chopper's uh, Campino. Yeah. Oh, shit. His new song called This Is America, It, it it's pretty good. I liked it. I haven't heard it yet, actually. I like it. The music video is really it. good. You haven't seen the music video yet? Yeah. I'll show you the music video after yeah. this. It's really good. Yeah, I saw it on YouTube the, uh, the other night. Yeah, but like I, when I found out he did music, same thing with you. Like I found him as like a comedian. He popped up on um, on Netflix. I'm like, oh, this is kind of interesting. Watching it, had a blast. Yeah. And then I found out he was an actor, and I found out he did shows, and then that's kind of it. And then all of a sudden, everyone's like, oh, Childish Gambino, and I'm like, who's this? And I look him up, and all of a sudden, I'm like, wait, that's that's Donald Glover. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Wait. And then I looked up. And I'm like, oh my god, he, this guy does music. He writes. Oh, that's a guy from Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah, and he's acting. He's in the new Han Solo movie. Which yeah. movie? He's in the new uh, Solo movie. It's a it's a Star uh, uh, a Star Wars uh, spinoff. Uh yeah yeah yeah. No, I've never gotten into any of those fucking movies, dude. <laughs> but, I've never watched. I can honestly sit here and say I'm definitely one of those people that has never sat down and watched one Star Wars movie. What? Whether it's from the fucking seventies or any of them now, oh, I can my. never get into it. I, I, if, if you ever do decide to get into it, I think you're I think you're breaking Michael's heart right now. Just just be careful. That's all I say. Because if you decide to jump in this I don't pool, right now. it's never gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, fuck that. I'm never gonna do it. It's like, it's like I never saw any of the was it Lord of the Rings movies. Uh, I've never seen any of the uh, uh, definitely none of the Harry Potter movies. It's like none of them. Like I can understand. I've just never none of the Star Trek movies. I well, I mean, so Star Trek is understand understandable because it's fucking Star well, Trek. Actually, T. I'm gonna put a T on that. No, uh, I, I, I'd you, actually, you can put a, whatever you well, want on it. I, I'll, I'll, I'm just saying. I, I think I can see Jimmy knowing Star Trek more, like seeing it. Not a Trekkie, but I understand the Harry Potter because if you were a Harry Potter fan, I think that would break the internet. Like that would be the funniest. <laughs> little, I think if you were like, if you came on here and you're like, yeah, my dirty little secret is I'm a big big potter head i i think i'd blow my mind but uh i've never seen lord of the rings either i've never seen any of them i have i've not seen them i have no interest no, in seeing them so i know how you feel I, i've i've seen all of them no, i just I don't, I don't know what it is right? i just never get into any of them have None you seen them come to interest in me. wait have you seen any of the marvel movies at least which movies the marvel movies like iron man spider-man thor hulk oh yeah, oh, yeah. No, 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 oh. i'm gonna Oh, thank God! I, I, I was I was gonna say, uh, but like this, Jimmy, that's a relief. For we, me. we we would have to talk after the after the show. <laughs> if you were like, no, 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 no I haven't seen any of those. I, you you would literally be breaking no, my what's heart. Funny is, what's funny is, so like I'm thinking through like a lot of my old stuff the other day. Like I have like a lot of photos of like autographs, all sports memorabilia, cards, old comic books. So now with the last uh, Black Panther movie being out. I actually have the first issue of when Black Panther came out. Oh, shit. What? No way. I'm, the price of it, because of that movie, has skyrocketed. Oh, I'm okay. like, oh, I'm getting rid of this shit. <laughs> I'm you... selling everything now. Okay, this, okay, I'm going to get real nerdy here for a quick second. I'm just going to dive into it. <laughs> if you do have a like first edition or first copy of a Black Panther comic book, it costs... No, that I don't have. I just had the first time he was ever featured, which I believe it was a. I think it was an Avengers comic book. Yeah, yeah it was. was yeah, no, no, you're right. No, that, that's and that's even more. A first appearance is even more rare than a first edition. 
Um, there's a online yeah, service. I have. I have the first oh my god. <laughs> you okay? So do, if you so if you decide like, hey, I want to get rid of this and make some money, uh, the best way to do that is to sell I, it to Michael. Well, <laughs> uh, I mean, if you want to make payments a month, maybe you know. But no, I learned this in Comic Con last year. You you send okay. it in and you get it appraised by a online like comic company and they give it a rating. And the rating yeah. is what gives you your credibility to when you sell it to private buyers. And that's how you're able to sell it for a lot of money. If you just say you have it, because there's like different uh, scent issues. I learned all this stuff when I was at Comic-Con. It was really interesting. I spent like two hours talking to all these comic book heads. Because I had a couple co comic books also, like you said, like you, where I said, oh my God, I, ha like I found a Star Wars comic and it was selling for five grand. And I told the guys like, oh my God, I have this comic at home. And he was like, no, you don't. And I was like, no, I do. I had the same cover, everything. He goes, you have the 35 cent issue. You don't have the 30 cent issue. And that blew my mind. I was like, wait, what? And he was like, the th uh, they came out for 30 cents. They were cheaper than the other comics. So they just see if they would sell. Once it became super popular, uh, they bumped the price up to 35 cents a copy to make more money off of it. So if you have an original 30 cent Star Wars copy, then it's more money. But uh, the point is, if you take it in and get it uh, rated, then it's like 40, 50 bucks. They'll rate it and they'll put it in a little sleeve and they'll give you like a rating system. And that rating system is how you can negotiate for money while trying to sell it to like a private buyer or even to a comic book company. Oh shit. <laughs> you just yeah, blew his I, mind yeah. right now. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of people don't do it because it's like, you know, it costs $40 to get it appraised and stuff like that. So it costs money, but it's, but I mean, if not, if you don't know the worth of it, some guy will like some guy can be like, "Oh no!" Like, give you some bullshit, buy it for you for like a couple hundred bucks, flip around for like a couple grand if it's even worth that much. But um, so yeah, it's you know, and it's also cool just to kind of know, or at least I think it'd be cool to know like what the value of the comic is. If I remember correctly, on the front cover it says. He only calls himself the Panther. He doesn't call himself the Black Panther. Yeah, it's, I it's, correct. it's just Panther. And then he actually changes it to... Um, so I did a little research on Black Panther when he came out. He came out <laughs> in the 60s. And then... And he... Uh, and he was Black Panther for a while. A lot of people think that it's after the Civil Rights Movement, uh, the Black Panthers, when actually it's not. It's not with them at all. They actually, the movie, or not the movie, but the comic book itself came out before the Black Panthers even were started. Yes. And he was named... Like, years or something like that. Oh, yes. Uh, Stanley was obsessed with this one superhero who had a sidekick, and the sidekick was a Black Panther. That's where the Black Panther's name came from. But when all that happened, he was like, oh, shit. Everyone's thinking my comic's about, like... Uh, civil rights movements and stuff like that, and it, it, he goes, "I don't want to get, I don't want to be on the wrong, I don't want to get tagged on the wrong side of what fence. I don't want anyone to think I, I, I'm, I'm a hateful person." So he changed his name to Black Leopard for a couple issues, and then changed it back to Black Panther because he's like, "Black Leopard sounds stupid." <laughs> but I would, I, I would, I highly recommend getting that thing appraised because then you can really see how much I got money. Tons of them from the fifties, sixties, and seventies. Comic you want to go to Long Island? Okay, Jimmy, I'm, I'm going to get really weird here for a second. You're giving Michael a huge nerd boner right that now. That is – well, because I've, I've, I've been meeting more and more people recently that have been like – since these movies have gotten more popular, yeah. that have been talking about how they have all these old comics, and I'm just like, oh, that's so awesome. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why. I was just telling them I never got rid of them. 
Um, they're still in shoe boxes in plastic. Oh my god! You you can if you when you pop out a kid, you can be able to literally send this kid to college and have it all paid for, just from the clutter. Like that is all my autographs and stuff like that. Um, Wait, hold hold on. Time out for a second. Do you have anything autographed by Lou Ferrigno? No, I do not. Oh, damn! I wish I did. (laughs) That would be that would be. I wish I did too. (laughs) However, he still lives in New York. He still lives in Brooklyn. Does he really? Hold on. So I have a friend of mine that helps me out with my business. Whatever there's something I can't find. So um, he runs a uh, he has his own clothing line, but we're different genres and different target audiences. So we, you know we bounce ideas and uh, um, you know he helps we we help each other out. And he actually just opened up a spot in Tribeca and Soho. Like he runs a. Uh, called Sneakerhead NYC. I feel like um, I've heard that before. Sneakerhead yeah. NYC. Huh. Oh, I take, like, I got so many of his hats, bro. It's ridiculous. <laughs> like, um, so anyway, the kid, I don't know if he owns a liquor store. I don't, I don't know what it is, but he also has a spot in Brooklyn, one of his other businesses. Lou Ferrigno's in there all the time. No shit. Yeah. I thought he lived he in know, LA. Like, I think he lives both. Probably. He's originally, he's originally from New York. I believe he's originally from Queens. Yeah. Like that. No, like, I, I think he's originally from uh, from Brooklyn. Yeah. But, yeah, he's, he goes into my buddy's liquor store all the time. That's awesome. What does he get but, at the like, liquor store? Like, I don't know. I'm, <laughs> curious what his, I'm curious what this guy's drink of choice is. I, 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 I always uh, – that was always my opening line when I was a bartender. Like, when I was single, when I would serve girls, I always say, what's your drink? And I always tell them I can tell a lot about a woman based on what she drinks. And that was a good way to yeah. get the conversation started. But uh, You were a man whore back then, weren't you? 100%. Okay. I had it down to a science. Tinder, talking to girls, I had it down to a science. I still got it. <laughs> I wingman my buddy when he was here for Comic-Con last year. And Okay, so this is a Comic-Con story. This is I Should Deserve Best Friend Award of the Year for this. My buddy comes down. We dress up for Comic-Con the whole bang. It's, uh, he was single and, you know, he was like, you know, I, I want. Up, wait, hold on. Did you say you dressed up for Comic-Con? Yeah, I dressed up as Green Arrow. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm not gonna Jimmy, I'm a whole level of nerdy. Like, I, it, it's like my little, I, like, granted, give myself some defense. Last year was my first time dressing up. And that was my own, like, first and only time. I'll probably be doing it this year, too. But that's not the point. The point is, we go out to a bar, and we get some drinks in. It's almost kind of end of the night. We're walking around. We're getting pretty – we're kind of popular a little bit because everyone sees the costumes. They're taking photos with us. Well, anyways, we're walking around. This guy stops and goes, hey, uh, they're about to kick me out. Let's finish this bottle of vodka. So he pours shots of vodka in our mouth. We're like, awesome. And we turn around, and these girls are like, oh, my God, Superman, Green Arrow. And my buddy's like, whoa, hey. And so I start talking to them. And I get them to take shots of vodka. And then I kind of like, I talk. I get the, her to talk to my best friend. And then I step back and I just, woof. I come out of the conversation. I let him take over. So yeah, everyone's wiping out. What was that? That's what you're supposed to do. Right, right, right. So I do my do the basic thing. We all get, they're all, they're kicking everyone out because it's our last call. We go out and he starts making out with this girl. And so I'm like, okay, I go a little bit to the right. And I'm just kind of chilling there, letting him do his thing. And all of a sudden, I realize she pulls him away to like the like kind of like behind the building. 
and they start getting more into it. And instead of being like, all right, man, like, let's go, I just stood there. I stood there for 45 minutes, Jimmy. <laughs> while he was finger banging this chick in a Superman costume in downtown San Diego. Just so she could say she got finger blasted by Superman. No, just my buddy said that he can finger blast a chick in downtown San Diego. Because he, he really um, needed some. And I told him to. I was like, dude, if she wants you to take you home, here's my key. You can you know do whatever you want. And he goes, no, no, I'm not going to leave you. But he made me stand there for 45 minutes. And so, <laughs> yeah. You should have left uh, I I did. I like was like, you know, I'm going to go walk around. I left for like 20 minutes, walked back to the bar, still doing his thing. So I walked away again. Shit. Yeah. I should have I, I got I should have gotten. He literally came up to me after. He goes, "Dude, you're the best friend I've ever had." And I was like, "Hell yeah, man." Stood there. We still to this day. He tells everyone, "Hey, this guy said we'll stand out there for 45 minutes for you." And that's the kind of best friend I am. Walked around dressed as Green Arrow. Yeah, I. <laughs> I that whole entire story. <laughs> He's just like you walked around. That's fucking Green Arrow. See, that's like me. I'll 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 have my Instagram handle as Nick the Hulk Dorio, but it's like I I will not dress as the Hulk. I will collect Hulk memorabilia, but I will not dress as the Hulk. I have a buddy of mine that does that. Dresses up. Uh, actually, it's pretty funny. Um, so if you look at all my athletes, the bodybuilder Zayd uh, Hassan. Uh huh. Yeah. He he'll dress up as the Hulk all the time. I I paint him every year. <laughs> Well, that makes sense. Right. I mean, the dude's jacked. So, Super jacked. I mean, me, that's a whole nother story. You could pull off the Hulk. I could not. You could. I could pull off the retired, lazy Hulk. <laughs> you, like, can, you can pull off Hulk hasn't worked out in a couple of years. Hulk needs a beer. Hulk's been getting into beer. <laughs> Hell, he still hates cardio. Still hates cardio. Although he can <laughs> jump up to three miles. That's so random that you yeah. know that. That's right. That's why the whole What's that? He can't fly, but he can jump. That's one of his attributes. He can't fly, but he can jump. He, he, he can jump, yeah, three, up to three miles is how far he can jump. He's Yeah, he's got squat, quads of him. Oh, God. <laughs> no, he got that gamma poisoning. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, well, yeah, I guess it is poisoning. It's radiation poisoning. Radiation but. poisoning. Anyways, let's not get too nerdy here. Too late. You dressed up as the fucking arrow. I thought it was, no, no, I'm not saying let's be nerdy. I'm saying we don't need to talk about a bunch of nerdy stuff. <laughs> this guy hasn't even seen Star Wars. I feel like the next thing I say, nope. something that's nerdy is going to be like, what the fuck? Still never watching it. Not going to happen. I'm 34 now. There's not a shot in hell it's going to happen. Yeah, you got to that point now to where it's like, you know what? It's, it's if, if you haven't, it, Yeah, if you haven't seen it, there's no point. There's so many more coming out. It's like yeah, it's 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 all it's it's all Disney drama now. Hold on, where the fuck is my wallet? This ain't cool. Uh oh. Uh oh. Did you leave your wallet at the store? Nope. Got it. No. <laughs> We're good. Crisis averted. Yeah. Especially when it's always fucking close now. Man. So, Nick, when's your competition coming up? October. We're going to switch from the nerdy talk now and go back to, you know, man shit. <laughs> go back to man shit. Um, October 27th. All right. All right. Yeah, it's, it's going to be at the same. What were your goals? 1,600? 
1600 plus yeah that's that's what i'm shooting for that's what you're shooting for it's it's all right. it's all I'll about how what's that i said i'll make a deal with you oh shit so i'll do the third of your entry fee like i do with all my other like the bodybuilders and stuff like that yeah so i'll do that you break that 1600 i'll recoup the rest of the money for you pay for your entry check Ooh. If you break oh, 1600 I got to break 1600 You don't think you can break 1600 No, I, no, no, no. It's not that I don't think I can, but now the game is on. Right. That's it's like, <laughs> it's like, fuck. Not, like, I was like, okay, yeah, 1600 that'd be cool. But now it's like, no, 1600 is fucking mine. Exactly. So you it's go. like. <laughs> you're going to go to the gym later, and you're going to be like, 1600 1600 Seriously. I, I mean, right now, my best pull in the gym is 615 now okay i'm i'm trying to get my squat mid fives and i'm just trying to get my bench up over that 400 mark again you're almost there you're like you're pretty so much like there right there but it's like damn now I, now i gotta just step it up a few more notches remind me again so how so when you accumulate the weight so you do three reps right you have your opening yeah the opener second attempt and third, third attempt. attempt now so let's say I fuck is, up. Is that all crude? Like, so you do all three attempts, right? You do, so say for hypothetically, you do like four, five, and then like six. I know those are big numbers, but just, yeah, for example, four, five, and six. So basically they take the best number out of those three attempts, and that's your, okay. that's your number. That's, that, well, that's what I was and asking. And that's what goes towards your total. Okay. So, uh, oh, and actually one of my uh, teammates for uh, here at the gym that I go to, he just got his international elite total. He got twenty one sixty this last weekend Jesus. at the U.S. Open. I don't even know if I benched that oh, much. Twenty one sixty, and he just got invited to go to Australia for Big Dogs Three. What's Big Dogs Three? It, it's it's a it's a pretty big powerlifting competition, oh. but it's international. See, for some reason, when I thought so Big Dogs like, Three, I thought of like Bad Boys Three. No, not the movie. What? <laughs> no, it popped in my head. No, not Bad Boys Three. No, but he just got that, and there's actually um, there's a powerlifter. Her name's Cece Holcomb, mm-hmm. right? I think she competed in the one eighty five, no one eighty one uh, class. She squat, um, well, actually, to win the whole U.S. Open, to win herself forty grand, she pulled six oh six. Wow. Right? Like, I feel like a bitch over here. I haven't even done that in a comp yet. And this bitch just did it. And, and like... she just did it like, no, and I watched the video. I'm like, holy fuck. It was fast. Mm-hmm. And it was like, it, yeah. But she won four deg- She won a normal person's one-year salary in one day. That comp is, in, is here in San Diego, right? Yeah, it's here. It, okay. it just happened this last weekend. And it was the 27th? No. What? what no, day no, is no. It? I'm talking about your comp. Oh, mine? Yeah, the 27th of October. Here in San Diego. Okay. It's going to be at the San Diego Convention Center. Yeah. Hey, that's cool. She pulled 600, but she's not my podcast partner. You know what I mean? That's true. I don't that's fair. Shit where she that's lives. fair. I'm talking, about, I'm, talking about, <laughs> I'm talking about being there. But it's just like. And yelling at you. Well, and I've already done one expo. I did the Europa Expo in Phoenix. That was not. It was, it was a good comp, but I got cocky. That, so, and I let that get the best of me so i've had you know thankfully sabra she has checked me 
That's good. You know, she's brought me down a peg as far as like, you know what? It's good to be confident. That's what your girl's there for, bro. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So it's like she she brought me down a peg. She's like, it's good to be confident, but don't you get fucking cocky ever again. She actually said that to me. I, I believe it. I've had some so, encounters with her where even I'm like, yes, yeah, sorry, ma'am. Right. <laughs> like, I just wanna, right. When she yells at me, I'm like, I'm so sorry. I feel like I'm a kid again. <laughs> dude, she just benched she, she just benched 115 last night. You know what, dude? She's catching up to me. <laughs> dude, catching up? I think she beat you. No, no, no. I can bench more than 115. <laughs> How much can you bench? I, I can do about 140 right now. Okay, yeah, she's right there. Yeah, I know. <laughs> no, trust me. Uh, I've been benching uh, harder, which, by the way, I've been using uh, – I was telling Nick this, Jimmy. I've been using my wrist wraps every time I go to the gym now. And it's – it's. So, I was telling him it's so funny because I was wearing them, and then one day I forgot them. So I'm like, all right. When I went back to the gym, I don't know what it is. It must be like a mental thing because I lift so much heavier – when I have those wraps on compared to when I don't have them on. Like when I don't have them on, it's like I like I just like I can like feel like my I can feel my my wrist hurt a little bit more and I just yep. don't I'm not mentally there, but when I when I tighten those wraps on, I walk in that gym, I just feel like I'm buffer than I am and I just feel like I'm lifting. <laughs> like you know, I'm like I literally felt my lifts go up by like five, ten pounds were like for starting we're normally worn. I just feel so much stronger, like more confident. You heard it here first, folks. Get Warfare Inc. wrist straps, and you'll feel buffer than you actually are. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you I'm just saying. 10 pounds for your bench? Yeah. Wear them. Wear, wear these wraps. <laughs> hey, I was having a tough time getting that 135, like, just on a normal basis, and now I'm doing 135, like, like as, like, my mid-set. I got to do 340 this weekend for Wait, sets. are you talking about bench pressing 135? Yeah. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> <laughs> I've talked about it. I talked about it plenty of times on this cast. I'm super insecure with my bench. I used to bench more. I used to bench 200. I know. I'm getting back up there. Not like single rep. 135 is on my max. I'm just saying. It's like my. It's what I like. I go and I just throw 135 on, and that's what I lift. Oh, just the fact, like, <laughs> s- seamless. Oh, that's cute. That's it. I'm done. I'm done telling everyone my numbers. I'm, I'm well, done telling everyone. I didn't know he was being serious. Oh, <laughs> well, I don't have a, I don't have a, I don't have a, uh, uh, I don't have a, a, a spotter. A spotter. So I don't want to put on like 150, spotter. 160. What the fuck do you need one of those for? I- uh, hey, God, I in, thought, in my defense, I need one. I, well, okay, you're also that's, benching. That's a different ballgame. That's a whole different. Yeah, you're benching 300 pounds. Yeah. that can kill you. That's fair. I, I, I'm, you know, no, I know. I, God, I, when I talk to when I talk to Jimmy, I literally feel like I'm back in high school sports. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like my coach is yelling at me. Oh, why the fuck do you need that for? Just do it. With my coaching, I'm like, coach, you can't do it. He goes, cancel four letter customer. Just, just do it. I remember one time I asked him, I was like, coach, how do I get out of this choke? And he was like. You want what? And I'm like, I keep being caught in this choke. How do I get out of it? And he goes, oh, that's easy. You just don't get in it. <laughs> no, see, my, my freshman football coach, who actually was my dad's freshman football coach, right? So this dude's so old. old. See, he's old. He's old, crotchety, and could probably kick our asses combined. Um, no, he would always say excuses are like Wait, asshole. What's that? No, I was yelling at my dog. Oh. Wait, get over here. <laughs> um. He would always say, excuses are like assholes. We all have them, and they all stink. Nice. Yeah. That's a cl- – he like, he's so old, he probably invented that Probably. Thing. Like, this this man 
let's put it this way. He would wake up at 3 a.m., go do a workout in my high school gym, and then he would take a bike ride up the mountain and back down. Hmm. Like, I think that's every high school football coach nowadays, man. Yeah. yeah <laughs> probably. Every every coach now is, is wake up at 3 a.m., stuff like that. Yeah. Man, I feel... I feel like I opened up a little too much this episode. <laughs> I took the athlete aspect of me and put that aside and shut off my nerd side and then talked about my numbers. And now I'm like, honestly, I think I've just – You just – you need to get in there with me. I know. That's what, what needs I, to happen. What I need to do is just start doing bench every single day until – No, that's dumb. Why would you no, do bench every joking. single day? No, man, that, no, I'm joking. No, guys, no, I'm, no. God damn I'm joking. It. I'm joking. I'm not going to do bench every day. I can help you out with this, man. Start – instead of working on a regular bench, go on like the, the ISO machine. There you go. To where you're sitting down. Yeah, yeah, And they'll have them, you know, whatever. And that's how you're going to work up your bench. And just keep putting in there to weight. And that's how you're going to eventually just keep building up your regular bench press. Okay, yeah. That's what I do right. on my... So uh... somebody like me, like, I just go to the gym just because I fucking enjoy it. And, you know, I do it to look good. Um, but I'm serious. When, I, when I'm in the gym, I'm fucking straight serious. You would think I'm doing it for a reason. There's no reason behind me doing it. Yeah, um, that's the fighter aspect, though. I've noticed even people that aren't done fighting, they still work out as if they have a fight next week. Yeah, exactly. So like now, like I was getting my bench up there, like I was well and well, well into the high threes at one point. And uh, last year, I got diagnosed with a with a a condition in my chest called costochondritis, which basically means the cartilage in between two of my ribs that connects to my sternum. We'll just rip. Oh, shit. So, and it, I never heard of it, no nothing, and it turns out it's something. Hold on. Grace, get over here. <laughs> get, get in the fucking house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, so it turns out it's a condition that literally only affects bodybuilders because of how much they work out. Huh. So now, if I ever go past three, I could only do it on a decline bench. I struggle. The other day, I got up to about 340 on a decline. See, I will never do decline ever again because that's how I fucked up my shoulder. I love doing decline. Decline can suck my left nut. I don't I do not do heavy for decline. Decline, I strictly just do... You don't do heavy for regular either. Well... <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i've never saying my bench. you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna give you guys like the um what is it you know when you have the parent price when you tell your parents it's half the price it's gonna be obviously for, i'm gonna tell you guys my my bench thing where it's like oh i'm just doing like 200 pounds now yeah but we'll know you're full of shit yeah once you go there you're like yeah let's throw 200 for this guy and i'll be like Ugh. yeah right oh my god i gotta i gotta uh, i'll i'll, I'll I, what's your all. squat at I haven't done any squats. I haven't. Are you fucking kidding me? No, I'm not kidding you. I haven't. I haven't tried any squats. Jimmy, I've been doing, I've Jimmy, been, talk to this guy. I. It's not that I oh, want man. to. I just. I just haven't. All right. So the way when I work out legs, especially the way I used to, um, I really haven't done it this way anymore. I used to. I used to not care what as far as you know sculpting my legs or whatnot, like the way bodybuilders do. My goal was to always hit a certain target weight, so like leg pressing and everything else. Now, I'm not one of those guys that half-ass it on a leg press either. I bring my knees to my chest, let it sit for about a half a second before I lift it back up. So about two summers ago, my goal was to break a 1,000 pounds. I finally did it. 
Yeah, I fucking stopped. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I stopped working out legs, basically. Once well, I did it. I don't do a whole lot of legs. I got that thousand and one mark. Once I got that extra pound on there, that thousand and one, that was it. Boom. Well, my legs were huge. And I had a wedding and I couldn't fit into the fucking suit. <laughs> my legs are too big. Also, it was that asshole's fault for picking slim cut suits. Yeah. Makes sense. But, I mean, now, like, my girl was getting on me saying my body's, you know, not proportioned correctly because the top half of my body has grown so much. Like, my back is disgusting. Um, so she started calling me fucking chicken legs and everything else, like, <laughs> oh, the last shit. couple of weeks. Oh, so I... I've, been, I've been beating the dog shit out of my legs for, like, the last, yeah, good two, three weeks. I've been just beating the shit out of my legs. So that way my own girlfriend stops fucking making fun of me. <laughs> well, that's why I've been do- – I'm like the opposite. Like my calves and my legs are gigantic. And uh, I don't really feel the need to, to do a whole lot of leg workouts. I still do them. Like I do basic leg workouts, but I don't do um, – like I, I haven't done like a hard squat in a while because I'm more insecure with my upper body. That's why I've been working like my arms, I think Sabre can chest. squat more than you. No, I, I know for a fact she can't. Are you sure? A hundred percent. I'm I'm really? so confident in my squat and my and the strength of my legs. Like I like when I do like I do leg presses still and I warm up with like two hundred pounds. Mm. Yeah, okay. that's leg press. I'm talking about squat. No, I I I can I will for sure beat her in squat. Okay. I a hundred. I don't know, man. I've seen some of her videos. I don't know. Oh, why is oh, oh the CEO right. himself right. is backing my fiance. All right, uh, all right, we're, yeah, we're gonna. I'm gonna come in and mock I'm gonna me. show you mock meat. Uh, no, no, I'm not gonna mock you. But no, not meat. No, mock meat. Oh, mock meat. Got you. Um, not mock me. No, you no, I, no, mock I, me. I, I, no, I simply just want to come in and just show you, like, hey, this is my numbers, and we'll see where I'm at. And honestly, I think you're gonna be a little surprised. I think it could be like, okay, okay, this guy can lift a little bit more than I than he looks like he can. All right. Well. Yeah, what is it? Like one rep maxes, right? Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> I don't know. We might have to put a wager on this, bro. Oh, well, shit. Well, hey, let's not. Well, wait. Depends it, on, depends on it, what we're is doing. Is it him going against my girl? Yeah. <laughs> Me versus Sabra? I... Dude, I want that to happen. What, the, what, if... what would the wager be? Oh, man. This is a good one. <laughs> right? Yeah. I, I, Dude, this I is getting good. I don't even know what I would. This is getting good Damn, right now. I gotta do Adam and pull-ups. And now I gotta... Now I gotta I, yeah, you gotta go against Meathead Adam actually, and I saw, Actually, I saw his uh, his his uh, US Open video and uh, I'm, I'm not gonna... You, can, you can't back out. No. Like, he... I don't know. I, I don't know You can't back guy. out. I will, I'll, I'll do it. I'll attempt. I'll probably lose, but I'll, I'll still do it. But... Yeah. Because I'm getting pretty good at my pull-ups. Uh, I'm getting a pretty so, good... So... Pull-ups? <laughs> Wait, hold on. What's pretty good for pull-ups? I gotta know because you're... Bench press is just so phenomenal. So my pull-ups, I can do. I, I can do almost. I can do about ten to twelve. I don't know what to say right now. I'm He's sorry. silently judging right you. now. <laughs> Go to any Joe Smo and ask him to do ten pull-ups. He couldn't even do three. I can't do one. So no, you can't. do jujitsu. You're going to the gym. Oh, man. You're increasing. You know your bench press by ten pounds by wearing my rats. Um, <laughs> All right, we're we're gonna put the, the entire focus back onto just lifting heavy. Okay, is no that... more no more just going in and get a. No, I'm just gonna go in and get a nice light and good. I'm gonna get a nice good sweat, get a nice good pump. That's what go I've been home. telling you. Like, 
That's what I've been telling you, Michael. I'm not saying this for my health. Ugh. I'm saying this because I care. <laughs> I need to go in and just say F everybody, and I'm going to lift super heavy. But don't be stupid That's what about you're it. supposed to fucking no, do. I do, well, okay, I do lift heavy, but I don't lift, I guess I, I, I guess I don't lift as heavy as I should be lifting. There you go. Like, how much do you weigh right now? You mean like a grown man? Yeah. Shit. Oh, my God. Oh, fuck. Oh, my God. I'm so glad school ends next next week because <laughs> I'll have time now to just be in the gym. How much do you weigh right now? Uh, right now, about 195, 198. You don't want me to tell How you? How much? I weigh 195. 195? Yeah. We put up 135. <laughs> you say cut to 135? No, he said, and you put up oh. 135. <laughs> Okay, not single max rep. I put up okay, 135. If, I guess I, I put up 135 as like my like six to eight sets. Okay, if you had to do a one rep on bench right now, what do you think it would be? Uh, honestly, one rep, probably like 150, 155. That's not good. I know. That's not good at That's all. That's why I don't tell people about my benching. Like, I'm super self conscious. You should be. <laughs> well, Joel said it last. Joel said it uh, when we had him on. He was. I told him like, yeah, I'm doing this, and he was like, hmm, because I thought you'd be a little, a little higher than that. I'm yeah. Like, oh my God. And he's the bench god. So here, so, so, so with bench, one ninety five. I... <laughs> probably one rep max is around one hundred and sixty. One hundred and sixty. Oh man, we gotta do something about you. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna. Oh, trust me, we're gonna. Trust me, summer. Yeah, I just finished working out. Listen, I just finished working out back right before you guys called. If I were to go to back to the gym right now and just throw on anything, I'll, I'll be in a freeze. Easy. Well, that's damn. That's, that's twice I'm, what I put up. I'm about twelve pounds lighter than you. <laughs> All right. Well, I, I need to. myself. I'm walking around at 183 right now. Oh, that'd be nice. That's actually where I'm trying. I'm trying to get down to like the 180s, walking around. I'm walking well, around. My original goal, my original goal was um, before summer and everything else. I wanted to reach up to 200. I was eating like a madman, and everything, and I just couldn't basically get past like 192. And um, must be nice. You can have some of my weight if you want. I, I'll send it to you. Uh, I'd take it. <laughs> you want uh, some? You want some of mine? My brother is uh, <laughs> my brother six one, and I was talking to him, and he was like, "Yeah, I'm like, I finally broke one sixty, and I was like, "Dude, must be fucking nice." Like he weighs as much as six one of my legs. My brother six two, and he weighs like one sixty. Oh, he's lanky. Super lanky. <laughs> I, mean, like, I'm he, only, he, I mean, I'm only five eight. Yeah, he's 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 super lanky. My little brother the same way too. My little brother is like f- almost five nine, and he's fifteen, and he's just like. My forearm is bigger than my my little brother's neck. See, right now I'm walking around at like 3:30, and by October I got to be down to 3:08 or lower. That's super easy. Oh yeah. Super. What do you have to get down to? Uh, 3:08. Oh, that's simple, man. <laughs> yeah, I know. I I just gotta. I I kind of hit a not really a snag. It's it's more like. Yeah, I just gotta kick myself in the ass again, yeah. and and basically just like start eating the way that I need to, you know, what I need to and everything like that and stop doing the whole eating everything in sight. Well, you need help. that I can actually help you out with. Uh, so my girl being in the gym and everything, she wanted to, she hit like a plateau as far as some of the weight that she wanted to drop down to and stuff like that. Yeah. So like anything I was coming up with as far as the diet just wasn't working. 
And when it came to like weight cutting and everything, I was like, I was a king of that shit, you know, 10 years ago, eight years ago, <laughs> when I was, whether it was, you know, jujitsu tournaments or whatever. Like if someone told me I had to drop 20 pounds in six weeks, I dropped the 20 pounds within four. Shit. Like I used to have it massive without even killing myself. But for some reason, like anything I was coming up with wasn't working. So I hit up the kid, uh, my buddy's aid, and I was like, listen, dude, I need help. I can't figure this shit out for the life of me. So he helped me out. And just as a support thing, I started doing a diet with her. And it really wasn't that bad. I mean, it's kind of, it turns out it's something that like bodybuilders do, like, like when they're a few weeks out from the show and it's time to cut and like drain the water out and everything else. Yeah. So I started doing it. Now I was eating more meals than her. That way, because I need the fuel. I'm in the gym all the time. Mm-hmm. By accident, I dropped like eight fucking pounds in two weeks. <laughs> but isn't that the? But isn't it like when working out? Because like I've noticed, like what I tr- um, like I get the best results. Like when I'm at the gym regularly and I'm and I'm and I'm working out really hard. Uh, when I eat more, I've been produce. I've been getting stronger compared to you know where I'm busy. I, I don't eat as often. But I've noticed the more I eat while I'm working out, the better results I'm getting. Isn't that kind of like the... Well, it also depends on what part of the day you're working out at, too. Yeah, I try. I usually work out in the uh, like morning to like mid-afternoon. Sometimes late nights, because I get done and... Yeah, that, yeah, that's when you start getting like... All right, granted, tonight was a late night for me, but um, my favorite, ultimate favorite time to work out is like 5 a.m. When you first get out of bed, I fucking knock back the pre-workout and I just go. See, I can't do that. That's honestly the best time because you're fasted throughout the night. You're really not hungry, so you don't have to worry about it. And you're able, like, it's probably the best performance you're going to have in the gym is first thing in the morning. Yeah, I agree. And then the rest of your day just goes so smooth. Well, it's like that whole thing. Like, when you work out, you feel feel super productive, and that's how the rest of your day goes. Yeah, exactly. Like, if I could get to the gym, you know, 4.30 – five o'clock in the morning more often not hands down with but between work the business you know running warfare and and it's just, it's just and, not uh, researching for the other shit like i leave myself five hours of sleep at night i don't even get enough sleep yeah i i, I squeeze in about six to seven with work sometimes i'll go to the gym at like um like like i some, i like i personally like going at about nine or ten o'clock at night get home by like 11 30 12 shower and then i go right to sleep because sometimes like when i do doubles you think i'd be super exhausted but when i get done with my second shift of the day it's like i get that second wind and i go to lay down and i'm just boom awake so i sometimes i like hitting the going to the gym right after i get that second wind and just really burn myself out and like get a good workout and then i go home i shower and then i go right to sleep that's why like i like doing night classes for jujitsu because uh i'll go and i'll uh like they'll do um like my instructor will do a uh, like blue belt curriculum where she's like going over basic arm bars and setups and escapes. Yeah. And then then it's the actual like no gi class. So I'll go in. And it's not like a uh, it's not like a sparring class. It's just strictly instruction. So I'll go in, learn a couple new moves or or, or uh, drill some some basic arm bars and stuff like that. Um, and then uh, and then I switch into no gi and then that's when I do like the sparring and I stay for two rounds. So sometimes I'll go up to like three hours of just rolling around and get the best sweat in. I go home and I immediately pass out. Jesus. 
that's a good thing about jujitsu. It knocks you the fuck out when you're done. Yeah, I, I that's my favorite thing about my favorite thing about jujitsu, hands down. As I, and it's probably the wrestler in me, but I love just coming home and just feeling my body ache as if I got the shit beat out of me. It's like the most satisfying feeling in the world. See, that was me yesterday. Now, as an ex wrestler, do you still watch any of like the wrestling matches that are on now? Mm, anytime I see like highlights come on YouTube, I'll watch it, but uh, but I normally don't like go look for it. Like I'll look for um, like I'll look up certain people for like jujitsu and stuff like that. But a lot of it is just kind of like just seeing like UFC fighters, and then I see who they train with, and then that's kind of how I look up people. But um, okay. But it's just kind of like 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 with you with you and the uh, and Donald Glover, it's I'll get into a new fighter and then I watch all his camps. I look at who he's training with, and then I will do all that stuff. And uh, you posted something actually recently about who would you train with, and it was all these different coaches. And hands down, I would choose Greg Jackson's gym, hands down, and train with him if I had Why? to choose a summer camp. Now see, this is where I, I got a question here. <laughs> Why? Uh, just because he produces really good Muay Thai fighters. I mean, he had Carlos Condit, Holly Holmes, which obviously, you know, she's the most notorious for knocking out uh, Ronda Rousey. You know, he's also trained with GSP. He's trained with, uh, you know, John Jones, even though he's a little bit on the hotter end for, for a lot of his, like, drug use and stuff like that. But you can't just still deny that he has amazing skill and talent. And a lot of it, you know, comes down to also natural talent. But he just works in, with really good guys. And... Um, you know, I'm more, I, I have my ground game and stuff like that, but like my stand up could always be improved because it's not my main background. So I would love to work with someone who just knows the stand up world and just work on striking and kicking, com- you know, com- compared to just working on groundwork. Okay. So out of all those coaches that were up there, you know, he has the worst losing record since steroid testing became so rampant. I did not know that actually. <laughs> that, that team has the worst losing record right now. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Well, never mind. <laughs> Fuck you, Greg Jackson. I'm gonna work out with you. <laughs> like GSP's not there. A lot of the guys aren't there. Like granted, like Carlos Condit, he's definitely you know he's a clean fighter. You gotta also remember Holly Holm was a champion boxer prior to getting to MMA. Oh yeah, absolutely. So she came in to this game with hands. She's the same thing like the way Heather Hardy is. She bounces back and forth between being a you know champion pro boxer and then she fights for Bellator whenever she feels like it. Did you hear that? Speaking uh, of Bell, speaking of Bellator, did you hear that they might sign uh, Chuck Liddell? Yeah, it's kind of. I think that's one of the stupidest things in the world, actually. Well, that's like I mean, he's way past his prime. He's forty. What? He's forty-seven. Uh, yeah, he. Uh, what did he say? He posted something recently. Saying, "Give me two good warm-up fights, and I want to fight John Jones." Yeah, the problem with that is John Jones is basically never going to fight again. I think we'll see him. I think we'll see him within the next year. But I mean, as of now, you he... wanna, yeah, you want to know what is going to happen? It's going to happen in Japan because there's no governing bodies. Yeah, well, he's he can he's, fight in Japan all he wants. He's suspended from California, right, for like two years. He's suspended in the country for two years. Once you, once you get suspended in one state, every other state can uphold the suspension. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. So, with him, that's why, like, you see a lot of these fighters, they fight in other countries. There's no governing bodies mm-hmm. to do that type of testing. So, Japan, they don't. China, they don't. Uh, 
Brazil? I do not think so, but that's totally. But if you're still a registered fighter um, in the United States, I believe, yeah, you still get tested for it, though. So, I mean, he's suspended. He can still go elsewhere. Basically, his contract is up. He could go fight for another organization, anybody yeah. that's willing to pay him. Yeah, he's pretty much done. Like, when they, whenever I hear someone bring up John Jones, it's kind of like it's... Yeah, it's... I mean, I met him a couple of times years ago before he got big, like, before he got big and famous and training at Greg Jackson's, who's still living in New York. Met him years ago. So, I wait, mean, so, he, so he, this is, like, his, like, he was early... cocky. He's super cocky? He was always cocky. Always. Wait, random question. When you met him, where were his brothers at career-wise in the NFL? They weren't even in the NFL yet. Okay, okay. They were yeah, still yeah. in college. When I, when I met John Jones, his brothers were definitely still in college football. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. Because, I mean, like, all three of them are, you know, athletes and stuff like that. But I remember yeah, I remember, uh, I saw John yeah, Jones. The whole family, their genetics are disgusting. Yeah. I remember when I first saw John Jones is when he got offered uh, the fight to uh, fight Shogun when it was like two weeks notice. That's when I first saw him and kind of started following him a little bit from time to time. When I first met him was after his first fight in the UFC against one of my teammates, Andre. Mm -hmm. That's when I first seen him after that fight. I seen him at the Prudential Center. Uh, a bunch of my teammates and coaches were fighting on it, and he was we were at the weigh-ins. Um, so a lot of us were backstage and everything else, and uh, we came out front. And we, I mean, we had so many guys in this camp; it was ridiculous. Um, God, I forgot his name. He used to fight for Pride. He actually came over and joined our camp, and it was like, oh, fuck! What the hell is that guy's name? <laughs> Yeah, right. It's gonna bother me. It's gonna bother me. Man. I love, I love looking at those old watch pride it. He'll, fights. He'll figure it out and then message one of us. I love watching yeah, those exactly. old pride <laughs> fights. Those were so good. Uh, anyway, so, so my coach at the time, uh, Ricardo, he was fighting on the card, and uh, so he brought in a, a lot of people joined our camp, you know, and uh, what was it? He was got this guy's name it was gonna drive me nuts because he was big in pride too him and ricardo fought ricardo would beat him in pride um anyway so he came over he was part of the camp he came over speaking barely any english nobody knew him nobody recognized him i'm looking at him saying i know who this guy is and i was trying to put my finger on it then and then i realized that it was somebody that ricardo had fought previously in pride so he was staying in Jersey, but he would show up. I guess the Japanese have this thing when it comes to when you go to another martial arts school or whatnot. Even if you're a black belt, like they would put on a white belt. Mm -hmm. Nobody had an idea in the normal classes, the normal jujitsu classes, the black belt classes, everything else. Nobody knew, recognized him, knew who he was right off the bat. And, you know, here's this guy that barely speaks any English. He's from Japan and he's wearing a white belt. And he fucking barrels through everybody. It was like a it was like a bad trick played on everyone. We were all at the Prudential Center, and I was walking with them. So like, I, when you're, because we used to have a lot of our guys come from Brazil and everything else. So the Brazil guys or even the Japanese guys, they stuck with whoever they were familiar with. 
since they really didn't speak any English. So there's a group of about 10 of us walking through the crowd, and that's when I first seen John Jones. And he was just a cocky, cocky motherfucker in oh, that I, crowd. Oh, I believe it. You can see it. You, and, just... like, and he wasn't even famous yet, and he was just cocky. He, uh, he did that, like, uh, I guess when they were doing his case in court, you know, uh-huh. they, um, I, I can't remember the, I, I can't remember the details of what the judge was saying, but the, basically his team signed his paperwork for him and he didn't even sign his own paperwork about, you know, like the rules and regulations on using, uh, supplements and using, you know, steroids and all that stuff, like not to use and all that stuff. And I guess he didn't read it cause you know, they fought that. You know, oh, it was something he was not uh, didn't know about and all this stuff. And I guess he like chuckled at the judge and was like, "Oh, I don't know, I didn't sign any of that." When he was legally supposed to sign it. So this guy is just like just from hearing from him, it's like one of those things where like you see him him perform, you're like, "Oh man, that guy's awesome." But then you get to know him as a person, like hearing stories and stuff, especially now. And I'm thinking to myself like, "That sucks." Talented, wasted. Yeah. He had all the talent in the world, dude. He could have had the world by the balls. Oh, he could have been like the like I mean, he he could have been like the biggest star. He could have been like Conor McGregor if if, if for heavyweights or light heavyweights. Yeah. Aye, aye. And we'll see what happens. I mean, eventually, you know, the suspension has to go away, and you know, it's going to be a matter of whoever signs him gives him the cash. Well, and actually, speaking of... He's going to want a lot of fucking money to come back. Oh, tons of money. Speaking of heavyweights, whatever happened to Roy Nelson? Oh, Roy Nelson, uh, he's actually fighting soon in Bellator. Well, I mean, Is he? Yeah, he signed on Bellator. Roy oh, Nelson, he's, he's, you know... He just lost to uh, Matt Mitrione, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's, he's done. T- that man can take a hit in the head like no tomorrow, though. Yeah, but I mean, so did Chuck Liddell. But then when he got cracked by uh, Rashad Evans, I mean, you you see when you get older, it's just like so. Basically, so basically, Bellator is like the retirement league. Uh, Bellator is for like the guys who can't cut it in UFC, because even some of like the lower UFC guys do work on more of the higher end Bellator guys. I mean, yeah. like Tito Ortiz went there and stuff like that. It's like pretty much the guys rampage, rampage and all that stuff. It's yeah. like the guys who aren't really are, are a little too old, but still kind of have a name. Um, don't want to go to the UFC. UFC won't hire them because they won't bring them money. Bellator yeah. brings them and puts them on free pay-per-views on television. That's yeah. what they, 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 they do it. And so, um, yeah, Bellator is kind of like, think of like minor league and UFC is like the major league. Okay, that makes sense. But but now we got, starting June, what used to be uh, the World Series of Fight, and they changed their name to uh, Professional Fight League. Oh, I didn't know that. You got to watch that. The PFL. They, they signed some top talent that's going to be brawling in it. Oh, I that's can't wait. Th- those I got a few guys I'm rooting for to. Oh, uh, those leagues are the prize. Those leagues are the best. It's like when you watch college football because those kids are like, I need to be noticed, so they yeah. go balls to the wall. Oh yeah. 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 There's not really yeah, a whole lot guys, of guys like. There's one guy I'm definitely rooting for. I would love to see because each weight class they're gonna crown like new champions since they change over the name. They, I believe they've been shut down for about a year, revamping everything. So all these guys, they got their TV deal with NBC. All these guys in these weight classes are actually fighting for a million dollar purse in each weight class. Oh wow, that's a that's a really big payout. Yeah, that's that's you know that's where you want to uh, you know do really well. It's <laughs> gonna push these guys to you know make sure they get that money. Yeah, that's a good incentive. Damn, a million dollars. Yeah, there's one guy I'm watching. He's uh 
a middleweight. Um, he actually won the Ultimate Fighter. Uh, he was actually on two seasons of it. Uh, Eddie Gordon. That's okay. what I'm watching in this one. Yeah, I've seen. I saw that Eddie. I'm kinda, I kinda saw. Excited for. Yeah, I saw him on. Uh, I've I've heard his name before. Uh, same way, referencing his his credit from the Ultimate Fighter and stuff like that. But I haven't watched an Ultimate Fighter like se- like season like all the way through in in years. I think the last one I, I watched. I only have like... if I knew someone on it. It's the only time I watch a full shoot. If I don't know anybody on it. You don't really lucky watch if I call it two episodes. Yeah, it's it's. I'll watch like some. I usually will watch like the end of it. The one fighter that um, I've been checking on social media and stuff like that, and I want to watch him fight. I can't wait. Actually, he's getting uh, back from injuries. Uh, Sean O'Malley. Okay. That have you seen him yet? Yeah, I've seen him. He's like the tatty, like re- he's super skinny, like really lanky guy. Yeah. But he's but his kicks are are so badass. <laughs> I watched one of his like highlight guy, videos. Uh, what's his name? Uh, he's part of like that whole Russian crew of guys that came over here. He, they actually used, uh, you know, Ricardo and Hezo's camp. Um, what's his name? Zabit? Zabit? Yeah. I, I'm definitely not going to even attempt to pronounce his last name. <laughs> but, dude, his hands, his kicks. Oh, man. He, who did he just fight? He just had a fight a couple weeks ago, too. Oh man, I forget. Man, I'm taking too many shots lately. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I, it's, I I'm excited but to that see. Dude, Zabit, that dude, like he's he's his striking is just ridiculous. Like it's scary. Oh it's yeah. So fucking scary. That's you know that's the one thing I'm glad. I, I'm glad I don't need to worry about striking and stuff like that. Unless you do like I I I I've, like I've the one thing I've been looking that I thought would be fun to try like just for fun like not do like a tournament or anything but just try it is that uh that new um. EBI, what uh, Eddie Bravo is doing with the combat jujitsu, uh, slapping. Combat jujitsu, where they allow slapping. Yeah, that looks kind of. That looks like it'd be kind of fun. And it's, know, that's the thing. Like, if these guys knew, oh, man, if these guys knew striking and knew how to slap, I mean, you can knock someone out with a fucking slap. Yeah, well, that's what and like, that's uh, what and that's what I'm waiting for. I'm waiting for it to happen in one of his shows. I'm waiting for somebody to get knocked the fuck out from a slap. <laughs> Like, I don't even care about the jujitsu at that point. I want to see someone get, get fucking drilled out. right across the face. Um, Chad Savage won it this past uh, tournament for the EBI for the combat jujitsu. Yeah, but he has striking experience. I think that's what gives him the advantage. He took his striking experience, and then now he's but he's doing like really good. He's like balls deep in the jujitsu like world industry. Has his own gym and stuff like that yeah. where it's just jujitsu, and he's doing pretty well. He he won the he won the last one. But that just looks like a good time. Like I, I, I would try it just for fun with someone, not, not, nothing like competitive aspect. Because I, I, I would be the guy who get knocked out. I'll slap you around. You know what? I've always wanted to. I know I would take you on the mat and I would see how I would do. I would get, I would get squirrely. You guess what? You've never seen me move quick. You know, like I still watch wrestling. Like, not the bullshit fake wrestling. Like the real wrestlers. Right. Yeah. So like right before you guys called, like I'm driving. I. I sit there, I was watching slow wrestling tonight while I was driving around. Probably not the smartest thing to do. But, so I'm watching it. Like, Jordan Burroughs, mm-hmm. he just won. Um, fuck, whatever the open um, championships that they were at tonight. 
But, like, just to watch these guys still wrestle, like, 20, I mean, he's still young. He's, like, 28. Um, but in wrestling, that's kind of old. I mean, he's already been to two Olympics, you know. He won gold twice. Actually, he's been to three Olympics and won the gold twice. Yeah, yeah. In wrestling, it's like uh, you passed your prime. You're, you're an old man now. Now you just go back to coaching. And that's the thing about wrestling that I always was kind of, like, bummed about was, you know, it was never treated like any other, like, professional athlete sport. It's either when you're done with wrestling, you either – coach wrestling or are you going yep. to like fighting like ufc fighting yeah yep that's all these guys do now all these guys do i honestly i feel like i could last maybe two minutes on a mat right now two minutes before you start gassing yeah i i think you can last longer than two that. minutes is a really long time bro yeah i know trust me those really I, re- I remember time. high school those two minutes were the longest two minutes of my life like we'll do uh we do we still do nine minute rounds with uh three three minute nine minute sessions and we switch right, partners right where you like it beeps you got like a couple seconds to reset but um but i like it like and sometimes we'll just like we'll, we'll be done and my coach is like nah keep just keep going and all stuff but I, I like the sparring i miss it i miss it so much the worst is when you're just like laying flat on the mat and you're like i'm so tired and then and some guy comes on the mat and he's like fresh like he'd show up late to class oh, yeah, that's hilarious. and he's that's like hey hilarious. man you and i and i'm like ah you fucker i'm like okay i'm like i'm going like, like you want to take a rest like that you're just fighting for survival at that point yeah i'm like hey i'm gonna go 50 percent. just you know i'm going only 50 percent. and then he goes 100 percent. i'm like oh my god he goes man I, I whooped you i'm like yeah i'm also exhausted fucker like catch me at the beginning of like, class next time here. yeah Fucking <laughs> oh man! All right, boys. All right. Let's go. Well, thanks for stopping by and chit chatting. Yeah, it was not a problem. Don't forget, code is summer, forty percent off. Oh yeah, we're gonna trust me. We're gonna re- reiterate that right now. Right meow. Right meow. <laughs> All right, Jimmy, my friend. All well, right, man. Take it easy, dude. Thank you for everything. I'm gonna get that bench up no next problem. time we talk. Okay, no, you got to give him a number. Jimmy, you got to give him a number that he's got to hit. A bench number? Yes. Oh, man. Of what? The next time we talk? Yes. A <laughs> uh, bench number? All right, I mean, come on, man. You can't be that pathetic. You're going to be in the twos at least. In the twos? Okay, I'll try. I'll, I, don't know if I'll, I don't know if I'll promise twos. You, you got to be in the two-plate gang. Oh, I don't know if I can get in the two-plate game. Like, by the next time we talk to him. By the next time we talk to him? Hey Jimmy, get, Jimmy, g- give give him a time frame. A time frame? Well, like, what? When is the next time you want to come on? No, I'll give it a month. A month? I think four weeks. I think four weeks is enough time for you to try to get your bench up over to two hundred. So was it middle? So by by mid June. Yeah, mid June. All right, mid June uh, sounds I'll, good. I'll try to get to. I'll try. I'll try. I'm not gonna promise anything, but I'll try to get o- at least over the two. I'll try to get back up to at least. Uh, <clears throat> Nah, dude, you gotta get two, bro. You gotta, you know, give it a. Minute. Is this is this like two, two two single rep or like two hundred and I do like three to four reps? No, it's just one rep. Okay, I can okay, I can do two in four weeks. I can do two hundred single rep. And you gotta record it. We'll see about that. We'll I'll I'll go with you. I'll go with you. Okay. Well, <laughs> well it looks like I'll be training at uh, California Elite, guys. This you'll be finding me. Yep. With Nick pushing me. Well, if you wait, hold on. 
if, you, if you're going to have Nick train you, then you got to do it in two weeks. <laughs> no, 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 I'm not going to, no, I'm going to be, I'm not going to have Nick train me. No, he's, he's not going to have me train him. Like, I'm going to go and have him spot me to see where I'm at for, like, my max so I can gauge where I'm going. Oh, to make sure you're not lying, you mean? Pretty yeah, much. there you go, there you go. Okay. Pretty much. And then I'll have Nick record me putting up, like that. So that, so that way there's social, social media evidence. I gotta start yeah. tonight then. This is gonna be hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I am the comedian, so this is the this is perfect then. <laughs> uh, uh, all right, Jimmy. Well, have a good night, my dude. Thanks for stopping by. Not a problem, guys. You enjoy. Later, man. All right, guys. Take, take it easy. Bye. So you have a goal now, and I have a goal now. Yeah. Well, my goal is a lot less than yours, but my goal is two hundred. Single rep you, max. You got to be in the twos. Well, okay. I can't do 200. I got to do like over two. So I got to do like a minimum. I'm thinking like minimum 205 because that's five pounds over. No, your minimum. I'm, I'm going to give you a number, 215. No, I'm not yeah. going to shoot for 215. Y- y- 215. I'll, Honestly, no, no, no. Listen to me. It is doable. I've if, never benched 215 in my life. Sabre's never benched 115 in her life. Okay, that's true. That's true. So it's like, come on, man. Well, okay, so... Before I started training as hard as I do now, I've never benched over 400 in my life. That is true. You're, you're, dropping, so, you're dropping some major knowledge on me. It's like, it, it's all about, and honestly, because of the talk Saber and I had on my way over here, you got to hold yourself accountable. No, I know. I will. You know, and you just got to get it done. 215. All right. We'll 215. T- we're going to do 215. By mid-June. Mid-June. 215 single and, rep max. And if you get 215 before mid-June, that means you just have to keep pushing. You yeah. have to keep going. Because the more you get, the less shit Jimmy will give you. Oh, I know. I wasn't expecting that. He was like, <laughs> that was funny. Well, I, I, when I, you said 135 and he's like, huh, that's cute. <laughs> so insecure about my bench. Um, that's awesome, though. So, yeah. So, as you guys heard, uh, new promo code. Summer summer just summer for 40 excuse my language but 40 fucking percent off (laughs) if that doesn't entice you to go i don't know what will and just make sure in the comments like jimmy said like boss man said put either power comedy power comedy or nick the hulk nick the hulk that way he knows how you hurt us okay so warfaringclothing.com Go on there, summer at checkout. It, it, at checkout, and he said it's going till Labor Day. Labor Day, Labor Day weekend. Forty percent off. When's Labor Day? September. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's all summer. It's it's literally straight through summer. Boom, going into through even through August. Yeah. This is the perfect so, time than any time right now. I'm not even joking, guys. Literally perfect time to get everything, especially when he's doing like shaker sales. Uh, he's doing shorts, the fleece shorts. He's doing sales all the time. Now take advantage of these sales and then throw that summer code at the end of there. Again, extra 40% off. Literally, like I said, it's literally, you're, you're going to be getting this shit for almost free. Exactly. Like for instance, the shakers, I, I saw the shakers for what? Like 12 bucks or something like that. That, that was the sale price. Yeah. Tack on an extra 40% off on that. That's like $7 for a shaker. There you go. So it's and like, not just a shaker, like a one you can get at like GNC. I'm talking about like a three compartment shaker that I use every 
single time I work out. And the um, the violence solves the violence solves everything T-shirt that I have mm-hmm. that I wear on a constant basis because it's actually starting to fit very nicely. It is starting to fit very nicely. <laughs> I don't know if it's so, stretching out or if you're just yeah. looking good. You're I don't cut. know. It's it's a mixture of the two. But that shirt is twenty three dollars to twenty three and some change. Now act now add forty percent so off on that. I, I can't do math in my head, so I'm going to do the math right now. So forty percent so twenty three times. It's like fourteen dollars for the shirt. It's nine dollars and twenty cents. The shirt's so nine dollars for the shirt, and then you tack on the five dollars shipping. Fourteen dollars and twenty cents. I didn't know that he only charged five dollars for shipping anywhere for no like no flat. matter what the quantity five you only pay one price of five dollars. No matter how big your shipment is, and he'll send it to you wherever you want. So you're literally getting a lot of the stuff. If you put it into perspective, you're getting most of the products for half off. Literally half off. For, for the most part. 40% off. You know, it's like he when he's when he said that, I was like, holy shit. Yeah, when when he when he dropped the 40%, I thought I thought it was gonna be um when he said, oh, he's got a new coat, I thought maybe, oh, he made a new coat for us. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, he goes, it's called Summer. It's 40% off. And in my head, it's like, 40% off? Yeah, that's... What? Like Super fun. generous. And espe- I, especially, you know, he's moving up. Moving moving, moving everything to New York. Yeah, he needs to get Bigger some space. of this product out. So, like. guys, do your part. Get some awesome shit. Like, yeah, it I'm, really is. Like, I'm gonna start. T- hey, you know what I'm gonna start doing? I'm gonna start telling, because you know we we work with and know a lot of people that work out. Yeah, I'm just gonna start telling people like, hey man, like you. I'm oh, like, absolutely. I'm like, hey, you look like you need a new new shirt, dude. How about this, bro? Go on this website, pick out some awesome workout gear, dude, and use summer, and I'll get you forty percent off. Yeah, dude. I mean, honestly, and I'm not saying this just because we're sponsored by them. Like, his gear is awesome yeah I, I i like it it's very comfortable you know even for like even if you get his gear for like normal wear like the shirt yeah. he sent me my jiu-jitsu shirt this is jiu-jitsu club it just like i like it because it fits so like my thing with shirts is i hate when they pop up and they make the little wings yeah this shirt just hugs it stays your, it stays to you it hugs all the right places but, it makes your biceps look bigger <laughs> but it, it stretches out a little bit but not to where the sleeves are like flailed out it stretches out because they uh, the company understands that you need full range of motion. Yes. And it understands you're going to get bigger yes. while working out. So why should you worry about your shirt, <laughs> having to get a new shirt? Your shirt grows with you. Exactly. Or shrinks with you as Do we see. So, <laughs> shut up. So far, my favorite thing is the sleeveless hoodie that he sent me. See, so far, my favorite thing, I'm telling you, these I love the wraps. Especially the after wraps. you showed me how to use them. I swear... I forgot them the one time, which I told you, and you you gave me so much shit that uh-huh. I they, they literally are stuck in my car. I don't take them Good. out. I leave them unraveled so they air dry, and then I wrap it up. And I, dude, I'm not like like I know I say oh they make me feel stronger. It's kind of for comic creep, but no, really like when I grab you have that extra brace to to you know I did wrist. I did uh, I did decline bench just a little bit, and my fucking wrist hurt afterwards, and I was like oh my god like. It's because I didn't use my wraps. Now I use my wraps every single time. Oh, yeah. Even if I'm not lifting heavy, I still use the wraps. They make the weight feel comfortable. And then I don't feel nervous about pushing myself because I feel stronger. Yeah. But summer, 40% off, Warfare Inc. clothing, um, everything. Everything at warfareinclothing.com. Yeah. And uh, make sure you follow me at Nick the Hulk Dorio. Follow Michael at Michael A. A. Ramos on Instagram. And then make sure you guys follow 
at warfare inc clothing uh, on instagram and it's twitter it's warfare inc one yeah i actually have it right here warfare inc and the number one yeah at warfare inc number one so make sure you guys get on that and then uh yeah yeah this was a good episode we, yeah. we're almost at two hours right now Holy shit. Give you know, give or take ten minutes. But I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean still. this is a good conversation with Jimmy, and we're gonna be keeping you guys posted. And also, I mean, just the fact that he threw that little bug in my ear as See, far as And that's the thing, man. Like he's 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 like, getting on both of us. I gotta do over two hundred pounds of revenge. You gotta pull sixteen now, you have to. Like I gotta do everything in like, my life. Like that power. incentive is just no, that's awesome. Like this guy literally like every single time I talk to Jimmy more and more and more i'm just like this guy is just fucking awesome like he runs his company but he, he's not you know he 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 i can really feel just his passion for athletes and bodybuilding and yeah stuff for, like that. for the for the entire sports industry really yeah. i and i'm stoked to see what new fighters come on the same roster as oh us. yeah like that's that's gonna be sick anyways Guys, thanks for thanks for tuning in. As always, we appreciate everything you guys do for us. Yep, yep. Make sure you put in the comment for sure. Power comedy or Nick the Hulk. And, and you know what? If you guys, you know, set, you know, tag it, tag us, tag Warfare, tag us, and some of your gear. We want to see what you guys got. Yeah, and, and absolutely. And I I would love to see what you guys are getting, what you're using, um, and yeah, just be kind of cool to see where it ends up. I'm gonna so, start. I have a couple of people that I know that are trying to get back in the gym. I'm gonna be like, hey, if you need dude, some gym gear, hook them up. Boom. Go here. Here's the website. Here. Here's my phone. Pick what wherever you want. I'm gonna throw forty percent off there for you. I'm probably gonna use the code myself and get my soon to be father in law a couple T shirts. See, that's what I was thinking too. You I was know? thinking of getting some stuff for Jess and I'm like, forty percent off? Like, shoot, I'll do that too. Shit. But all right. All right, guys. Take it easy. You, you know what to do. Get on it. Make sure to follow us on Instagram, like us, give us five stars, subscribe. SoundCloud and iTunes, do it. Do it now. Do it now. Goodbye. Okay,